Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Hello, everyone. Are you ready to purge forever? Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast, episode number 228, where we talk about supposedly the final purge movie ever, The Forever Purge. With me, as always, mysterious, purgy, Mike Talent. How are you, sir? Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, I don't think I'm too purgy. I, I mean, I think you're the one with all the guns. Wow. Wow. So what you're saying is I'm going to have to hit the streets and take over the U.S. in the forever purge. Yes. Yes. I'm going to have to uh, run behind you and be like, point that one so uh spoilers (laughs) no we'll we'll get in that later because that is one thing that uh is very interesting about this movie is the uh main topic of what happens in the purge and with the u.s and racism and all those wonderful things this is probably one of the most political of all the purge films to date I don't know, man. The last one that we watched was pretty political. The was it the the election one, election year? Well, but that wasn't the last one we watched. The last one we watched was the first purge. Oh, okay. Because right. I the, I believe the first purge came out after election year. Okay, I remember the one election year was like super super political. But this one, just speaking of, we'll get into it. But just speaking of what's happened in our country in the past year, this one is very much on that level, you know. So we'll see. We'll see. So, okay, Mike, do us all a favor. We're all anxiously awaiting you to give us the rundown for the 2021 film, The Forever Purge. All right, Matt. Yep. So uh, this movie was directed by Evardo Gout. Uh, this is written by James DeMonico. And uh, this movie is starring uh, Josh Lucas, uh, Cassidy Freeman, uh, Anna de la Ringera. I'm sure I messed that up. Levin uh, Ramp- Rampin, Will Patton, Susie Ambromit. And oh man, another one. Tencho Hurtes, Herta. Ah, man, this is bad. This is literally <laughs> like one of the worst ones you have ever had, Mike. You're you're terrible. It's like you never even set foot in Arizona or any of the Southwest. It's true. It's true. I I, I don't know. I had two years of Spanish and I didn't learn anything, man. Clearly. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, all the rules are broken as a sect of lawless marauders decide that the annual purge does not stop at daybreak and ins- insist instead should never end. Purge forever. It's another pur- purge film. I don't think it's my favorite. I don't think it's my most hated. It's somewhere in the middle of the five films. Have you ever watched the TV show is the question. No, no, I have not had a chance to watch the TV show. Uh, I wondered how that is uh, going, or is, is, is there's one season? Are they doing more seasons? Or 
they did two seasons, 2018 and 2019, I believe. And it takes place in the chronological order, like right after the, the first purge, like not the first purge movie, but the first purge. Okay. I'm confusing myself. The movie that is titled the first purge, not the first film that was called the purge. There we go. Got it. That was complicated. So it takes place after that. And it's, I watched a couple, uh, again, I never went back and revisited it. It was in that transition of when I was moving and doing all kinds of things. And it just kind of got pushed by the wayside, but so, uh, I don't want to get into too much on the political side yet because that is definitely in the spoiler world, but, uh, Mike, uh, there were my first impressions. I think it's okay. I don't think it's their best. I don't think it's their worst. It's just kind of, Hey, another purge movie. What are your first impressions? Uh, I I think I liked it. Um, These movies do tend to weave in some, uh, you know, current social undertones. Of course, this one's not really undertones at all. This one's right in your face. But I I liked how they did it. I thought it was pretty cool. So um, when we get into the spoiler section, it'll it'll be uh, interesting to talk about that um, a little bit more in depth. Okay, well, uh, the acting was good. The story was okay. Um, The special effects slash makeup, whatever you want to call it, was very good as always. They always do a pretty good job with that kind of stuff. I I wasn't super drawn in with the characters. Again, these are all new characters, much like the first Purge. There's no reoccurring characters on this. Uh, I I could take or leave them. Uh, I I felt connection with the the main character, the character. Caballero, I guess you would say, the Mexican cowboy guy. I really kind of felt kind of a connection with him. Uh, but outside of that, not so much. Like the super rich rancher, nah. You know, the the Caballero's girlfriend, nah, not really. But him, you know, I felt kind of a connection with him. Well, that's good, man. I, I think that, you know, makes it a little bit better to watch the movie. So that's great. No, I, I think I just, I liked the story. I thought it was fine. Um, it, you know, I kind of walk into a Purge movie and never know what I'm going to be watching, really, because they're sometimes kind of off the wall, and I, I know the general gist of what is going on with a Purge, but, like, what are they going to show me in this particular movie? I don't know. Well, one I have complaint about is i'm looking at him right here as i'm looking at my imdb page it is a picture of this badass dude riding a horse dressed up in red white and blue on the horse with this badass like helmet and carrying an axe the dude wasn't even in the damn movie and he's like the on the poster where's that dude from the purge i wanted to see that dude he just looks like a badass uh i think he might have been in it for like a half a second Okay, well, fine. I'm wrong. He was in it for half a second. But we didn't get to see him do any purging. No, we did not. Okay, Mike. So we're quickly speeding through this because it's hard to discuss a purge movie where people get purged without spoiling it. So, Mike, should our listeners, all three of you, go and watch The Forever Purge in the theater? Uh, I had a fun time watching it in the theater but these movies are kind of along the same line. So if you've liked the other Purge movies, then I would say yes. 
if you didn't like um you know you could skip it you know uh it, it was fun. I, I kind of liked this movie. I, I thought the topics, it, interesting questions were raised towards the end, Matt, but uh, it's more spoiler stuff, so I can't I can't talk about that yet. But anyway, uh, I would say go see it if you like the other ones. If not, you could skip it. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. Like I said, it's not the best Purge film. It's not the worst. It's kind of in the middle. If you really enjoy the Purge films in general, definitely go check it out. It'll be worth it. You'll enjoy it, especially seeing it on the big screen. But if you're not into The Purge and you're a horror movie buff, nah, move along. It's not worth the time because you probably won't benefit as much out of seeing it at the theater versus waiting probably three or four months and watching it at home on demand. So that's uh, that's up to you guys. But my recommendation is don't bother unless you are a fan of The Purge. It's true, Matt. And I don't even know if I'd consider it a horror movie anymore because it's... It's got aspects of some stuff, but it's really more about these characters and what they're going through and not as much about the Purgies. I mean, there, it is the Purge stuff going on in the background and it is a big part of the movie, but I don't know. It's not as violent and as purgy as some of the movies. I mean, I guess there's that finale scene, which, you know, is a little bit off the wall, but anyway... Would would you think that it's not as purgy? Like I, I don't know if that's a can can you say that? Is that a can you pluralize purge? <laughs> I, I think you just made up a word, Mike. Yes, we're going to go with it's not as purgy as the other purge movies. Yes, um, I I go yeah. I mean, it was pretty brutal at some parts. It definitely dragged getting to you know the purge. I definitely felt that it felt like slow, and you know a lot of build up, a lot of character building. But that's what happens. Much like in the first Purge, when you have all brand new characters, you have to make people care about them some way, shape, or form. And they spent a good half hour, maybe even 40 minutes of an hour and 40 minute long movie, building them up and explaining who they are and what they are and why they're doing this and all that stuff. And then the Purge happens. And like, there's a line in here where, so this Purge takes place after... Uh, several years after purge election night which again i was pointing out earlier was not the most recent purge movie next to this and so they have like a line in here explaining that the lady that was elected to president and ended the purge got overtaken and the nffa took back over and this was the first purge since um they disbanded having purges and it's literally like two or three sentences and i think they could have built on that a little bit more Oh man, I don't. I don't even know if I caught that. So, yeah, it would have been nice to to know exactly what happened. But uh, hey, you know they they had a sentence. Man, what are you drinking this fine evening? <sighs> well, Mike, thank you for asking. I picked this up recently at the store from. One of your favorite places in Arizona, Flagstaff, the Grand Canyon Brewing Company. It's called the Kachina Throwback Ale, and it's uh, in Phoenix Coyote colors, and it has the Phoenix Coyote mascot on it. And it is a uh, American ale with a mild fruity presence. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. I definitely say it's a pretty tasty beer. Well, that's very good, man. 
Uh, I am drinking another IPA. It's a hazy IPA that I picked up at a uh, uh, discount uh, grocery store called Aldi, and uh, it's pretty tasty. Okay, Mike. Let's see if you could do it. Mike, how does the Forever Purge relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, Matt, um, this one looked like it might be a little bit harder, although it's not as small as some of the movies that we've been re- reviewing lately. But it wasn't too hard on this one. Uh, the composer for this movie, the uh, Newton Brothers, also worked in the music department on Avengers Infinity War. Well, all right. Good job, Mike. Yeah. You're, you're keeping the streak alive, much like The Purge. It will never end. It's forever. <laughs> yes, yes, it is forever. Even though this was the last movie, they, I, I, they I claim doubt it, it is. Man. Yeah, they claim it is. I don't know. It's making. Uh, I don't know if it's at the top of the box office, but it's making money. It's making a good amount of money. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have a hard time believing if it if it continues to make money. I feel like they're going to keep making them. Like, why not? Oh. Maybe they could do like Fast and Furious and we'll get like nine or ten of them and it'll be P9. <laughs> well, at least that's not a key on the keyboard. And, you know, they better start to bring in some family. Yeah, yeah. It's all, you know, you're not really family unless you purge together. Oh, that's good, dude. That's real good. Although that first purge was family. It was family. Yeah, yeah. Again, the first Purge film, not the movie titled The First Purge. This is confusing. I'm going to get it figured out. We'll get there. But, Mike, guess what? We're now in spoilers. Let's do it. Excellent. Excellent. All right, Matt. Um, I don't know if I should just jump out there with the... the, the um... Racism? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, there's definitely the racism in here, but the... Uh... Towards the end of the movie, Matt, the uh, the American refugees in Mexico. Yeah. Yep. Dude, I, I love that they were called dreamers. Yep. It's uh, yeah. They they flipped it completely on on backwards. Yep. Well, and here's the Upside interesting down, thing: I, I was looking up when this film was written and filmed and produced because you know something interesting happened this year on. January 6th, as you remember. Yes. Where everyone stormed the Capitol. This movie was slated to actually come out in 2020. So this is not inspired by what happened with the Capitol building and all that stuff. It's purely coincidental. And I wanted to look that up because I was like, wow, that's kind of freaky. Because the the whole purpose of this film, as I was alluding to earlier, and Mike obviously didn't catch it because it's very small that the instant the new founding fathers took over and they reinstituted the purge, everyone wanted the purge back so bad that they overthrew the entire government. Hence the name, the forever purge, all of the United States turns into a purge from then on. Basically the people are overthrowing their government and killing everyone. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I kind of got that the forever purge was like an uprising, 
But I don't think I understood that it was like everything. I mean, I understood that they were going that the refugee thing because they talked about that, and because um, Canada and and Mexico opened their border for a certain time limit, which was interesting because it added like a I don't know some sort of deadline to the movie, so the pace was like quickened. Now, do you think they would actually really do that? Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe... I No, I don't think they would. I don't think either one of them would. Um, we would we would be climbing fences and getting there, but uh, if, if things happen like that way... But I don't think it would be all set up the way that it was where they're like gave them a window to come and then all these people came. And then it, it also almost seemed like it was bait. Like, if you want to disturb all the people trying to escape, you know where they're going. Right. So then people could just be lining up on the border, shooting them as they come through. Yeah. One thing that I wasn't a super huge fan of in this film, but I understand the motivation why they introduced it, again, very political, is uh, racism. Because you not only heard the words purge, but they started saying purge and purify and this new band of purgers i guess you would call them they're probably closer to like the clan or something like that kept saying purify and basically what the purify was meaning is killing everyone that was not white and that's what they were blatantly doing yeah oh yeah they they definitely had that in there and then um the interesting thing is one of our characters uh you know he's he definitely doesn't like uh this uh this one particular mexican guy who works for his ranch and stuff and i felt like it was just because he was better at being a cowboy and not because he was particularly racist but um they ended up talking about it later on because they both helped each other out i kind of thought that was cool and he just said man i don't know if i'm racist or whatever but i just want people to stick with their people he's like okay <laughs> like they didn't even like resolve it i thought that was an interesting way of talking about it right yeah he doesn't even come out and say like well i'm racist and the other one's like well i don't like you because you're racist it was just this is what i believe be it right or wrong or racist or whatever it's just what i believe yeah that was i thought that was interesting interesting way of approaching it but i don't know mike i mean it was it was an okay movie. The the plot and the story is decent. It's interesting. It's uh you have a lot of different elements of different movies like you're saying it was on a deadline and then there's the journey movie because they're in one small town in Texas and they're fighting and then they find out about Mexico. So now it's a journey to Mexico and then it's the timeline to get across. It's there's a lot of different mechanics going on. Almost like a, uh, I don't know, adventure, road trip, deadline, purge. I don't know. It's a lot of it's a lot of working parts they got going on. But I think they were pretty successful. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It, it, it was a lot of things going on because it, it you know, kind of starts one way and then you see what happens after the purge continues on. And yeah, um, the, the one thing that was very... Um, sad in the movie that they didn't really address at, I think you were just it was up to you to 
to to get it was um uh the one lady our our cowboy's um wife works at a uh, meat processing plant and she's like the supervisor i i think she's a supervisor or or like a mid-level she's some sort of like shift leader or something and um she shows back up to work after the purge and no one's there go on so my assumption was that they were all killed okay all right i don't know if they were all killed or if they were trying to do more of the race relation kind of thing where they clearly pointed out that the majority of the people that were working at the meat packing plant were illegals and so i'm wondering if they're trying to point out that maybe what you're thinking that they were murdered or that maybe they fled back to mexico I don't know. I, I just thought it was like, whoa, because she showed up and it was like empty. She's like, where is everybody? And then, you know, it moves on to the, the forever purge part of the movie. So you you don't get, you don't revisit that at all. So Right. And that's one of those things, again, that would have been given our recent, you know, COVID and uh, everything that's happened in the past year. Again, this movie was done shooting by the time COVID hit. So it's really interesting how they have that in there. And that was a major factor in COVID was the meat packing plants and how a lot of them are illegals in there and how close they have to work together and how they were passing COVID like nobody's business. And, you know, it's uh, the parallels with what happened in the past years. It's uncannily similar, even though it wasn't planned like that. It's strange. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely. Yeah. It's interesting. Okay, Mike. I can tell you were fading hard. Mike, how many reels do you give the forever purge? Um, Matt, I'm going to give this one three and a half reels. I enjoyed it. Again, you make me the effing bad guy. Three and a half reels. Really? You liked it that much? I just thought it was exactly, I don't know. Like I, I enjoyed it. Mike, do you secretly want to be a purger? I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> All right, Mike. Well, I give it two out of five reels. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I'm Mr. Nice Guy now. I don't know what happened, man. 2021, and I just rolled over. COVID changed you, Mike. It did. It did. Or was it the vaccine? Did the vaccine change you? Yeah, like my cell phone signal is so much better on my phone. So I feel like things are good. <laughs> it's not because you bought the Apple iPhone 322. It's, it's the pure and simple fact that you now have a chip in your head. And it helps boost your cell phone signal. Yeah, and like I thought the nanobots would be itchy. But no, so far so good. That's good. So so they don't itch on like the inside then, because that would be really weird. Yeah, yeah, I was worried, man. I was worried. It's like, how do you get the inside of your butt? Like, it's really scratchy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. Uh, they have, a, I guess, you could use a back scratcher, but you would want to use the side that isn't sharp. <laughs> 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 I like that you came up with an answer. That's great, Matt. <laughs> You're welcome, Mike. That's why I'm here. I'm here to help make your life better. Indeed. Indeed you are. 
Well, um, uh, Matt, what do you have any idea what we're going to watch next week? Mike, there's only one movie that I want to watch. Oh yes, yes. Your fr- what? Your what? What ex-wife will this be? My first one, because I haven't been married yet. So she's my future ex-wife. Yes. Uh, she, in her solo f- debut film, not debut, but her solo film for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we will finally, again, much like the Purge, after a year wait, get to finally watch Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty stoked to see this. Uh, this will be great to see in the theater. I'm sure the theaters are going to be packed. Uh, it'll be much like uh, Fast and Furious. Like F F nine oh or at least Matt when I went to see it was packed was it was yours uh, packed? They had a showing every half hour for F nine, so I timed it where I went to a showing where it was empty. Well, good job, man. Yeah, good job. I was really impressed with myself because uh, I looked at like the nine thirty, it was like jammed, and I looked at like the nine, and it was jammed, and I looked at the like eight fifteen, and it was like empty. I'm like going to that one. <laughs> Nice, yeah. I, I guess with online booking, you're like full, 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 not full. <laughs> I still buy my tickets in person because I want to save those fees because I'm a cheap bastard. Well, at least you can browse, right? You you get an idea of what it's looking like. Right, that's exactly what I did. I was just browsing around. So, but all right, Mike. So next week, the good old Black Widows with the Scarjos. Finally, the first, the very first. Marvel Cinematic Universe film of Phase 4, and it's a prequel. But we're getting Phase 4, finally. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's been a while. Let's see, Matt, when was the last, was it was Endgame, when was that released? 18? 19? 19. I think Endgame was 19, yeah, 2019. Yeah, I, think it was, I think it was 2019. Man, it's been a long time. Normally we don't have to wait that long these days. Well, you know, Black Widow was literally supposed to be out almost two years ago now. It was supposed, I think it was to, supposed be, to be out in May, right, of 2020? Right. It was supposed to be, uh, it was either late April or, f- or first week in May of 2020. So it's been over a year. It hurts, man. It hurts. Oh, here's some interesting trivia I learned about the purge, the forever purge. So um, Top Gun was supposed to actually come out July 4th weekend, the new Top Gun. Oh, yeah, yeah. But because they pushed it to November, they bumped the purge up in release date. To July 4th, or re-release, shall we say. Well, a lot of the Purge movies have come out on July 4th, but it may be with the Tom Cruise uh, Top Gun movie, they're like, yeah, let's let's rethink of this. Yeah, and so, no, you know, that's it's like November 18th is the new Top Gun movie, which is really weird, because that's not a typical time for a big movie release. You think typically Thanksgiving weekend... Maybe the middle part of December, but not the middle part of November. That's kind of strange. I don't know. Maybe they're just gearing up for Thanksgiving weekend. I don't know. I imagine they're 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 thinking that uh, it'll have legs and that by Thanksgiving it'll be still highly watched. But I I don't know, man. Like that is a little strange. And and to be honest, I feel like Top Gun's more of a summer type movie than a winter like. Because that's usually around ward season, you know, but maybe everything's t- turned up upside down now and who cares? And so, well, especially with the beach volleyball scene. I mean, and they're going to have one in the new one that screams summertime that does not scream November. That's true. 
That really, that really does make it a summer movie. I don't understand. I don't know. And Mike, let's be honest. I know you agree with me. Who gives a shit about the airplanes? We're really going to see the guys wearing, you know, tight cutoff shorts in their fifties and sixties playing beach volleyball. Yes, yes, that's that. That's what I want to go there for, for sure. Uh, no, no, I, I, for the most part, I want to see that movie because they actually got to film in real uh, jets. Like the Navy let them kind of do whatever they wanted, which is awesome. See, it goes along with the uh, butt scratcher from earlier. Ah, okay. You know, scratching the inside. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Right. It, it, for those of you who haven't seen it, I, I'm very excited for the Top Gun movie because of the airplanes. Uh, there's a behind-the-scenes kind of featurette on YouTube, I think, on one of... I don't remember who's producing. Is it Paramount or is it Universal? I don't remember. I'm not sure. I'm oh, not it has sure to be Universal because uh, the Forever Purge is Universal. So it's Universal. So uh, Universal's producing it, and they did a behind-the-scenes featurette where like, literally you see them doing uh tandem f-18s where the actors are in the front and the pilots in the back and i mean they're pulling legitimate g's it's it's amazing that what they did to film this movie it's going to be well worth the wait yeah so i mean just on that fact i'm a little leery of what what they're gonna have in the the script i mean the first movie came out in 1985 yeah, I think it was 85 or 86. So it's been a couple years. Well, the script, as far as I know, because again, I'm really excited about this movie, is um, the dude, I'm forgetting his name, shit. He's been in a bunch of movies. The young guy, he was in the Hot Shots movie. That's where I remember him mostly from, but he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's a really, really good actor. He was in... um. Uh, the drum movie. Oh, I'm forgetting his name. Mike, help me out here. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. I don't know. No, no. I'm just. Uh, do you you remember that movie with the 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 drum movie where it won all kinds of awards and it had uh the bald guy that was screaming at him and. Oh yes, yes, yes. That kid. Uh, I don't remember. J.R. Roll. Uh, oh. Not J.R. Rawlings. No. Uh, Simmons is the old guy's name. Uh, uh, I don't remember the kid's name. The main, the young guy. He's not a kid. Young guy. He's a little younger than us. He plays uh, Goose's son. So you know, Goose died in the original. Oh. This is Goose's son, and I don't know how they're going to play that card. If he's going to have like a vendetta against Maverick, or if he's going to learn from Maverick, or Maverick's going to, I don't, I don't know. And so then, you know, Tom Cruise Miles basically, Teller. There you go. So then Tom Cruise basically is going to play Maverick again, but he basically never grew up and he never left the military. He's just been this fighter jock for like 30 years. And now he's an instructor at Top Gun. So that's kind of the gatherings from the trailers and stuff that I've seen. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, Miles Teller's a pretty good actor, man. Uh, I've liked a lot of his movies. And the movie you're talking about with the drums is called Whiplash. Yeah. There you go. That movie is amazing. I, I can't believe I forgot that. But that was an incredible movie. He's done a lot of really good stuff. He, uh, again, the thing I remember most was obviously the, the movie about the 19, which 
that's one thing we need to discuss, Mike. You know, right now is right around the, you know, they passed on June 30th. This is the, I think the eighth year. I don't want to say anniversary because it's not something to celebrate. Uh, but of, you know, those guys going. And Miles Teller played Brendan McDonough, who, you know, I know and stuff like that. But anyways, it would be real, you know, we need to probably review that one of these days as difficult of a movie as it is for me to watch. I still think it would be good for us to review because I don't know if you've ever seen it. I have not seen it yet. Um, I knew it would be a hard one to watch, so I was a little bit not, I don't know. Yeah. so It's it's worth it. I mean, they get the story fairly decent. Not great, but fairly decent. There's a lot of things like they took two people and combined him, combined him into one, which I wasn't a huge fan of, but that's um you know anyways anyways we well we can we can possibly discuss that in the future if we're going to do that or not i i just think it would it'd be good you know because it's a prescott based film and we're a prescott based podcast and stuff like that so i don't know but again it's it's a tough watch for me because i knew a lot of those guys so all right mike well i think that's it for real film nerds episode number 220 huh eight Correct, Mike. Yes. Correct. Good yes. job. Yes. <laughs> all right. Um, well, Matt, I guess with all that, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Make sure to catch us next week when we review the new um, Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. I wonder what the tie-in will be. Uh, <laughs> the whole freaking movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Black Widow. And... Um, Follow us on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and, uh, you know, go out there, stream some movies, maybe catch a movie at the theater. Uh, It's nice that they're open. Hopefully we can keep them open. So with that, thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Lightening my morning. No, that's not what I want to say. Lighting up my life this morning is Matt Hinshaw from the Real Film Nerds podcast with me on Magic 99.1. Did you know that you had that effect on me? Are you sure you're like <laughs> feeling okay this morning? Hey, you know, I'm just back from vacation, it, so I'm feeling good. Just take it. Take it and run with it. I was gonna it say, may never it, happen again. It's because I brought the bourbon in this morning or like, I mean, because that always brings a smile to people's faces. It really faces. does. It really does. How you doing there, Maddie? Another day in paradise. That's Lisa. exactly right. Did you get some rest? Did you do something fun over the holiday weekend? Please say yes. Yeah, I worked. It was yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Did you make some money? Uh, one, one day when I have a closing. Okay. All right. Very good. Well, that's when you don't, you don't get paid till you close. So, you know, it's not, it's yeah. Matt's a realtor. Shout out your phone number. People want to sell their homes quickly. Uh, 928-710-3255. There you go. Burger mini group. There you go. All right. (laughs) So we're here to talk about movies and you saw what this past week? The forever purge. The forever purge. This is the fifth Purge movie. Fifth or sixth or yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they all kind of run they together. All, yeah, they all blend together. Right? Small this murder, my, this, mayhem. Okay, well, this might not surprise you, but it might. I've never seen a Purge movie. Uh, no, that doesn't surprise <laughs> me at all. 
Now, if it was like the purge in the secret window or something or whatever that movie right? was, then you or probably if it would starred see it. who? If it starred who or whom in the film, would I watch it? Well, there's, I, I, there's one so actor. many. Well, there's one in particular. Uh, Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise, you got it. All right, you know me so well. That's why we're besties. <laughs> well, Tom and, Cruise. And, uh, well, I recorded the pod last night because yeah. we record on Monday nights. Okay. And uh, we spent a good 20 minutes talking about Top Gun. So. Oh, good. When's that coming out? November finally? 18th. Oh, my gosh. Really? Well, okay. Here's the, here's the point I have to make about it. Okay. It's coming out in November. It was originally the reason why it comes up is Universal did Top Gun and they did the Purge movie and they okay. flip-flopped the release date kind oh. of. The Purge typically comes out around July 4th because it's political and all that. But Top Gun was actually supposed to originally come out this weekend, but they pushed it back again until November 18th. So they bumped up the Purge. And so we were talking about that. And I was like, well, how are you going to have the new Top Gun in November when it's a summer movie? Exactly. There's an entire scene of beach volleyball of 50 and 60-year-old men in it. (laughs) How are are we going to enjoy that in November? We we will enjoy it in November and all year round, as a matter of fact. But here's the thing. Don't bring that up because you know what they'll do? They'll push it till summer 2022. And I just can't wait that long. I can't either. I'm really looking forward to that movie. All right. It's all about Tom. It's all about Tom. TC, I like to call him. TC. Just for short. Hey, so what'd you think of the Forever Purge? Was it good? Was was it different? What'd you think? It's it's extremely political. Okay. Um, Very reminiscent of the past year, but what's interesting is that the movie was filmed and shot and ready to go before COVID hit. Oh, okay. So, you know, it was going to come out that July 4th weekend of 2020, I think. Right. And just like everything else, got pushed back a whole year. Yeah. And then, you know, the January 6th stuff happened at the Capitol and all that. And it's very, this movie has odd, strange parallels to everything that happened over the past year. Oh, that's got to be bizarre. It is. That might be a reason to see it. Yeah, it's kind of mind-twisting. So so how I described it on the pod is that if you liked the Purge films, this is another one. You're going to enjoy it. Um, It's not as good as some in the past, but it's not the worst either. So if you like the Purge movies, I said go check it out. Yeah. Um, If you're not super hot on them, wait till it comes out on uh, Blu-ray or on demand or whatever. Okay. Now, if you've never seen a Purge movie like me give me just an idea this is what i think it is it's like they get 24 hours to just commit any crime they want correct except if it's not 24 they get 12 12 hours one day it's one day a year and it is uh something happened in america and there's a new government called the new founding fathers okay and the nffa or whatever they call them okay and they're the ones that instituted this purge night and all emergency services are suspended all hospitals are suspended for a 12-hour period and in that 12-hour period you're on your own to do whatever you want or try and run away from everybody that's yeah. doing the things that they want. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. It's it's an, <laughs> it's an interesting concept. It is. And but... It's very horror movie-like, but this one isn't so much horror movie. This one leans, like I said earlier, more political. More political. It's a lot about uh, racism, uh, Mexico and America, mm, and, you know. All the things we're really dealing with. Yeah. It's okay. very strange how they it hit like that. And I mean- they finished filming it before COVID happened. Wow. And so, they didn't change anything. Nope. Okay. Not that I How know. How many reels are you giving it? I only give it two. Two out of five. Yeah. That's yeah. low. My co-host. You're kind of bored with it, I My think. co-host loves, loved it. He gave it three and a half. Okay. So, right. but I just, it was, I don't know. Yeah. There's all new characters. There's 
it's a, just another purge movie of people, yeah. you know, killing. Right. Basically. Right. Committing crimes and yeah. getting away with it. All yep. right. Yeah. I think I'll pass on that one. What are we looking forward to next week? Oh, you. you how do you not know, Lisa? How do <laughs> well, you not know? Because I live under a rock or I've been on the beach all weekend. The, the, you know, we have ties to the Marvel Cinematic Universe with oh, my pod. Yes, you do. <laughs> and. And it's got to be Black, Black Widow. Widow. It's got to be Black, Black Widow. Look Widow at Lisa finally. pulling it out of the air at the last second. Finally. It's yeah. been like two years yes. since we've had a new Marvel Scarlett movie. Scarlett Johansson, yeah, right? My, Starring. My, as I like to say in my uh, podcast, yeah. my uh, future ex-wife. Your future so. ex-wife. <laughs> Oh, that's very optimistic of you. I yeah. know, isn't it? Yeah, right. See, I'm trying yeah. to be chipper. The Black Widow. You're going to see it in the theaters, I'm assuming. <laughs> Definitely, Because that's yeah. what we do now. Yeah, I want, okay. it's, you can watch it in the theaters or you can get it on Disney Plus for like $30. Oh, so I'm going to go to the theater. Yeah, go to the theater. Yeah. All yeah. right, very good. Catch the pod, as Matt the likes pod. to call it. Yes. Uh, it's called The Real Film Nerds Podcast. Matt, thanks for bringing it here this morning Thank on Magic. Thank you always, Lisa. You're the you, best. You're welcome. Thank you.